1-877-8-SILVER-GUILDHALLWEALTH.COM for all of your investing needs, whether it be uh, gold, silver, platinum, palladium, nancy, uh, natural, fancy colored diamonds. That is where you want to go. You've got the uh, precious metal advisor penned by our own Darren here. We're going to get the details on that and investing through your registered accounts all coming up here on the uh, the show today. How are you, fellas? Jeremy, Darren? Not too bad. John, how things going? We are, uh, we're hanging in there. You had a good vacation? Yeah, man. Excellent. Glad good to, to be hear back. It. Good, good. Glad to hear it. We are... Again, here on Thursday, taping on Thursday, and as Jeremy and I do the show this week, we've had a major announcement from the Federal Reserve in the U.S., and of those that were following along, some had an expectation of higher interest rates. Those that didn't have that same expectation were, and ultimately ended up being right that they did not raise rates this week. It immediately on Wednesday sent the U.S. dollar lower. And for those of you keeping score, the ratio or relationship between gold and silver, which had broken down in more recent weeks, uh, and the interest rates or the U.S. dollar value uh, usually meant that if the U.S. dollar weakens, gold goes higher, silver goes higher, Uh, As a follow along, that relationship seems to be uh, repaired. And for the most part, we did see a nice solid gain in both gold and silver coming into end of week with silver trading week over week about 2 to 3% higher than last week. And same with gold. So again, as we indicated last week, we did think that this was a good buying opportunity. We talked on the show about the importance of understanding value here as we come through these summer months into what conceivably could be a fantastic cycle that we've seen happen four previous times. The last, of course, if you're following along and paying attention, was in 2010 going into 2011. All of the cycles that have occurred in precious metals since 2002 have begun in earnest in the summer months and followed through into the spring of the following year. That was 0304. 0506, 0708, and 2010 11. And each one represented a higher peak than the other and has taken silver and gold to tremendous heights, John. So, again, that's something that we're watching this week. And it looks as though that policy uh, decision not to raise interest rates on the uh, on the prime rate in the U.S. again will will leave the U.S. dollar somewhat weaker than it was a week ago, and of course uh, did strengthen most of the currencies around it, especially in the G7. Our currency being no exception to that. So we are seeing a late week rally in both gold and silver as we tape the show. I was listening to an interview with Michael Pento um, discussing exactly the the rate hike, and he was just uh, highlighting the fact that the Fed only raised rates once during the Obama administration, and that was after Trump had won the election and then proceeded to do it another three times. But that the the problem with raising interest rates going forward, um, besides what many analysts, not just Michael Pento, are calling for a potential uh, recession, but the fact that the debts around the globe are growing so rapidly that to raise interest rates means you're going to be paying that much more towards the debt on an annual basis and that so you know if you just consider imagine your credit card just gets so big with debt that most of your payment is going to the interest yeah. and no principal whatsoever that's the direction everything is leading so the fed's got issues with raising rates and we've been at low rates for over 7 8 years now they're not normalized they probably will never be normalized unless something big happens Well, it's funny you mention that, Jeremy, because guess what 
the fastest growing segment of consumer debt is. Ding, 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 credit card debt. Nice interest. Mm. It's just a shift in the way we looked at things prior to the 2008-9 crash around the world. Prior to that, it was the amount of debt going into housing. And here in Canada, it's somewhat similar. We're seeing that in our real estate right now, and we're in back-to-back big, big pullbacks in the market in terms of the number of buyers not necessarily translating into lower prices per se in real estate. However, what you're talking about, Jeremy, is certainly something that as an investor for me, uh, I can relate to very closely as I'm sure you find yourself also doing. This is the time, folks, when you ask yourself a simple question. Do I have faith in higher stock markets and in valuations, in price earning ratios, which are way out of whack, going much, much higher? Do I have faith that we'll continue to print money around the world and sweep the problems under the rug? Do I have faith that the economy will continue to rebound? The IMF came out this week and said the Canadian economy is expected to grow 2.5% this year, the best in the G7. And again, that probably comes on the heels of what we've seen develop in the housing markets, primarily because so much of the perimeter uh, activity and employment has grown around construction and new home builds, new condo builds. That is something that scares me to death, John. And again, as an investor, it's not because I don't own real estate. I have been through it, but I just choose at this point in time to put my cash elsewhere. That being said, what we'd like to convey before we move on to the next point is that if you're looking to get into these markets and you think that after listening to the show, doing a little bit of due diligence, finding out that this is the right risk for you, you like to own some gold and silver, well, go to the website call us directly at the number. You can speak directly to Jeremy. You can speak directly to Paul, myself. We're all happy to take the call. We're not going to put you through to somebody that we don't trust. And of course, we're going to hold your hand through the whole process. But doing that is understanding one single fundamental. Everything we touch at Guildhall is physical gold and silver. It is something that is tangible, is holding your hands wealth. And I want to remind people of the ways that they can get into the market. Number one, if you want to buy some gold or silver because you believe that the world is hanging precariously on its next leg and not sure where it's going to go from there, then you can buy that product and take it home, whether it's gold bars, coins, a combination of both, some silver and gold. Just pick it up, pay for your product, and take it home. If you like the idea of storage because you want additional liquidity or you'd like to have less worry about having product in your home, then, of course, we have the depository accounts. You can store all of your gold and silver in your account. You can visit it and set up an appointment to do so on a regular annual basis, monthly basis, however you like. And, of course, you can add and subtract to those holdings very easily, again, with some of the best gold and silver products in the world. through the Canadian Mint and through the various uh, retailers that are wholesalers that we offer. Again, if you want to take that a step further and have some to take home, some to store, but again, have that under the umbrella of a registered accounts, you can put some gold and silver in your RRSP. I guarantee if you have an existing RRSP, I'll show you how. Jeremy will show you how you can use that existing RSP without dipping into your pocket to add gold and silver. That's an amazing offer. If you call, we will walk you through the steps of getting you into an RSP or TFSA. If you've already spent your max, you've already put every penny you can into your TFSA or your RSP, let us show you how we can put gold and silver in there for you. Again, if you want to open up a 
registered education savings plans. This is the time of year to do it. Kids are going back to school, especially those that are going into high school. I have a 14-year-old boy who's starting the journey into high school this year. He already has an RESP, but if he didn't, I would be starting one and getting ready and prepared for that college or university education. And of course, you can combine all of these avenues together. And then, of course, as we said in the last week's show and the show before that, We have a new option for investors coming into the market right now, which is called allocated financing. It means, again, that you get product of your choice. You get the purities that you can expect or have come to expect with the finest gold and silver in the world. It's tangible and it can be financed, meaning if you had a dollar to lay down on an ounce of silver, let us show you how you could put down as little as maybe 40 or 50 cents of that dollar and hold back the rest for a rainy day or to cost average or to do other things with in the short term, medium term, and then still get the same bang of a full dollar's worth of silver. So again, that's an option that we offer that we'll talk a little more about on the show. But again, if you want to get in touch with us, listen to what John tells you. The numbers are here. The website's there. one eight seven seven eight silver is that number. Guildhallwealth.com for all those needs, Jeremy. And those are fully allocated accounts where clients can go and personally audit their holdings and take delivery as well from those, those accounts. But you know, part of the reason why people want to own precious metals is about trust. It's about knowing that when you own gold, there's no counterparty risk. There's no other entities involved. And just to finish up on the market update because um, it was reported this week in Bloomberg that BMP Paribas was fined $246 million over currency manipulation. So basically their traders were going into online chat rooms and basically working together to manipulate currencies. So, you know, there is a, a, a growing lack of trust for financial institutions. Um, we're going to continue to bring you uh, the, the news on these different fines that uh, all these banks are getting. So I think that's, again, part of the reason why people are moving into gold and silver. When we come back in the second segment, we're going to talk about a few things, one of which is going to be an article by Clive Mond, a well-respected analyst in the precious metals community. He's thinking that right now might be the best time to buy silver. That and a lot more when we come back in the second segment. Again, one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. All the information is there, the precious metal advisor, the investor kit, and uh, all the details as well on using registered accounts to get physical, physical metals into those accounts, uh, including RSPs and TFSA. Lots more of the real money show coming right up. Talk radio, AM 640. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number. Guildhallwealth.com. All the information you need is there. And the e-store, the top right corner, you can literally, and I mean literally, start shopping at home with a click of your computer, PayPal account, and other options are there as well. Darren. I'm glad you're listening. I'm glad you're tuned into the show. Let me offer you a little thank you for being a loyal customer. If you're opening up a registered account this week and you're putting money into an RSP and you're going to translate that into physical gold or silver holdings or any type of registered account, whether it's a Lira or a TFSA or an RESP as we talked about in the first segment, we're happy to thank you by giving you one gram of gold for every 5,000 US you put into those accounts up to a maximum of 10 grams. So that's our way of saying thank you, cutting back a little bit of any cost that you might have incurred for a, a purchase or any of that nature that's involved with that. And again, that's something that we're happy to be offering. In addition to that, John, we had such a high demand for it the last time we offered it. We're going to go ahead again and offer the one kilo Republic silver bars uh, for the next couple of weeks until we run out of inventory at spot price plus $1.19 US. Wow. So that's something that, again, I think our listeners took it 
great advantage of the last time we offered, which I do believe was higher than the price we're at right now. So a nice chance to cost average if you picked up some of those bars. And uh, again, that's just for being a loyal uh, customer and client to Guildhall Wealth Management. one silver is that number to get started, guildhallwealth.com. Well, before we got to the break, we mentioned we were going to be introducing an article from uh, Clive Mon, one of the uh, most outspoken analysts in the precious metals industry. We've seen him and read him over the years since our doors opened, and he wrote an article this week called Silver Green Alert, one of the best buying opportunities for years. And that article starts with the following uh, sentence. It says, there will be no equivocating, fence-sitting, or any kind of hedging or expression of doubt in what is written in this update. Let me be absolutely clear. We are now at the threshold of barn burner rally in the precious metals sector, and silver is set to scream higher, mm-hmm. driven by a massive short-covering panic because short positions in it have ballooned in recent weeks to levels way above what we saw in December 2015. Again, this is an analyst who has spent a ton of time developing his analysis over the years, some of it right, in fact, most of it right, some of it wrong, nobody's perfect, but this is somebody that we've read over the years and we've brought to the show over the years in terms of his analysis and articles, and he's sitting here right now saying at this very moment, despite everything that's happened in the markets, we are about to see a barn burner rally, the likes of which we haven't seen since 2011 when silver went from $18 to $49.30 in less than six months. Yeah, I mean, he's never sugarcoated where he thinks the market's going. He's willing to say if if he thinks it's going lower, if it's going higher. Uh, The biggest criticism we've ever had of him over the years has been he's uh, seemingly opportunistic in terms of he seems to make the calls just as things are really happening. Hmm. Um, But, you know, look, the... He's looking at the charts and he's calling what he sees. And, uh, you know, as far as charts are concerned, you can see good things. You can see bad things. We look to hold precious metals, um, not because we're hoping to speculate on the market, but because essentially it's a way to store your wealth. And, you know, we what we see right now in the market is that it, it's quite low in price. Um, the value is still what the value is when you see countries like China, Russia, and uh, right now, Turkey, they've been buying a lot of gold as of late. Why are these countries buying gold? What is it that they see in it except that the value of of owning a physical hard asset amongst a world of fiat currencies and cryptocurrencies all backed by nothing? And so essentially, I think that's also part of the geopolitical play. But you know, again, gold and silver is not something that you necessarily trade. It's something you hold as a way to store your wealth. And uh, it doesn't have to be part of, you don't have to take a side. You don't have to say, well, I'm going to be a perma bull in precious metals and I'm going to be a gold bug in order to get involved in the market. No, we've got lots of clients who go about their business. They, they do their regular investments, whether that be real estate, whether that be the stock market, whether it be investing in businesses or whatnot. But there's nothing wrong with having a hedge and there's nothing wrong with storing and building wealth in the form of physical precious metals, which people have been doing for literally thousands of years. one silver is that number to get started. Guildhallwealth.com. Again, the e-store top right corner. Try there first.
I think he shares the same sentiment that we have over the number, uh, the last number of weeks, John, that we've been talking about how much value is really to be had right now in the silver and gold market. So much sentiment has been supportive of uh, the stock market as of late, and so much has gone into uh, trying to brainwash people into believing that it's going to go multiple times higher, when in reality, if we look at the historic numbers, this is the time in which we definitely see pullback. We're due for it. We haven't had it since 2008, 2009, and this is a long stretch without it. So this is one of those moments where analysts like Clive Munn are saying that you have an opportunity staring at you in the face. And the only thing that he says could make this opportunity more bullish is a slight pullback. He indicates that if there were a pullback right now from the prices we're at in silver down to the $15 range, that that would be so tremendously bullish that he would never have ever seen such an incredible setup in all of the years that he's been part of the silver market. And he's been right about a number of them. He called 2011. So again, this is somebody that we trust. We're happy to send this article out to everybody. And if I'm not mistaken, we've already posted on our LinkedIn group, the Guildhall Wealth Management LinkedIn group. Now we said before break, we were going to get to another important article. This one is from Zero Hedge. It's called, Are We There Yet? Here is Howard Marks' Bubble Checklist. Now, Howard Marks, for those of you that don't know, is a billionaire investor. He's the founder of Oak Tree Capital, a very large investment firm that handles very large, uh, almost uh, unearthly uh, sized investments. And of course, those that understand the hedge market the hedge fund market will know the name, will have read most of his stuff, and of course, he's been very vocal in many areas, uh, the least of which is certainly precious metals. He's also talked this week a little bit about cryptocurrencies and the fact that he's been um, openly concerned that people are beginning to think that cryptocurrencies are actual currencies, and he states the obvious, which we know, which is they aren't. But as reported yesterday, uh, which was the 26th of July, as we taped this show on the 27th, um, there was a 30-page memo put out by Howard Marks at Oak Tree Capital, and uh, this was something that uh, wrote in part that there were a number of topics covered and in part covered what he called the bubble checklist, which him and his son, who also works at Oak Tree, came up with. And to summarize this, essentially he says that there are a handful of ingredients need needed to understand whether we're in a growth, a boom, or a bubble. And he says that the most important ones are a benign environment, which means good results, which have lulled investors to sleep. And we just said that many investors think the stock market is going to go several times higher. So they're not too worried about it, not panicking. They're pinning their hopes on those investments which were already parked in those. The second of which he said, a grain of truth. The story supporting a boom isn't created out of whole cloth. It generally coalesces around something real, which is true. People wouldn't buy into that market unless parts of it were actually uh, true and, and of course, uh, were part of the real picture. Early success. He says that the gains enjoyed by the wise man in the beginning, the first to seize upon the grain of truth, tends to attract the fool in the end, which we've always said is the herd mentality. And he says that's happening more so than ever. You're getting tons of money piling into uh, all kinds of assets which are way overinflated and which price to earnings ratios are way off the chart and nothing is at its intrinsic value much anymore. And he says the next point is more money than ideas. Basically, we're not building new concepts. We're 
not driving new ideas through the marketplace. We're really just capitalizing on ones that already exist. And in the case of cryptocurrencies, he said it's a perfect example. Already in 2017, there are, we are approaching almost 900 cryptocurrencies around the world, 900 of them. And this is a terminology which didn't exist but a few years ago. Of course, most people would have heard of the biggest one, which is Bitcoin. Um, he's saying that that's happening across the board, and we're seeing it more so than ever. A willing suspension of disbelief. Uh, people don't want to believe that there could be a meltdown in the market. They're, they're just bypassing that, sweeping it under the rug, and believing the headlines. They're believing that the economy continues to grow, that unemployment continues to drop off, despite the changes in the way they measure it, all those things. He's saying the uh, virtuous cycle, uh, circle, that everybody is of the same opinion and that they're telling the next person and so on and so forth. So you're getting those stock tips from Uncle Sam, in other words, and you're acting on them instead of doing your due diligence. And then last, he says, the fear of missing out. Everyone is fearful that they're going to miss out on the rally in the stock markets or in the bond markets or in their traditional markets. So they've been piling in and they've been using their retirement assets to do so. And they're gambling, in other words. And he said all of these things are prevalent right now in the market and create a huge problem, which is that we're in a bubble. You need to offset it by owning risk-adverse assets. So you're talking basically what he's discussing is you've got greater fool theory matching complacency uh, with overvalued stocks and uh, valuations, uh, things that we're seeing that are matching uh, the likes of, of 1929 and uh, prior to 2008 crisis. So, you know, you, you this is definitely bubble territory. The question is, is, you know, who's going to be the greater fool jumping in at this point or do you start to hedge against that as well? And I think all that we're trying to inform Canadians about is trying to say, look, there are ways to protect your wealth and also grow your wealth at the same time. We see precious metals as extremely undervalued at this point. Even though gold is trading at $1,250 an ounce, I can remember a time where people said it would never go to $1,000 an ounce. And of course, when it when it came down from the high of $1,900 US an ounce to down to about $1,300, you know, people were feeling suicidal about the price fall in the market. So um, the markets can move very quickly. People can change their minds very quickly. And essentially what we're just saying here is that precious metals are undervalued. We feel that they're primed to take off that this is where you want to enter the market. It doesn't look like a lot of fun. It's not thrilling, but that's the point. You want to buy when it's low. You want to buy when no one else is paying attention so that you can capitalize going forward. What do you got coming up, Darren? Wait until we see gold at 1500 1600 yeah. Then the whole the panic. panic starts to set in. Silver at $25, $30 an ounce. It's coming, folks. We're going to talk about in the next segment. Again, we're going to remind everybody of the promotions we have ongoing right now, so stay tuned because those are giveaways that we're happy to do when you become a client. We're going to touch base on a New York Times Times article about uh, the Argyle uh, diamonds and, of course, the Argyle tender coming up in a couple of months. Uh, again, this is something that's near and dear to us. And we're going to touch base on something called shrinkflation. John, it's the idea that your money just isn't going as far as you think it is anymore. Right. And we'll tell you how and why and where in the world they're watching it right now. one silver is the number. Guildhallwealth.com, the e-store, the uh, investor kit, it's all there. And, yeah, we'll get into our discussion of the other half of this investment, which is natural fancy-colored diamonds as well. Real Money Show, Talk Radio, AM640.
1-877-8-SILVER is the number, guildhallwealth.com, the precious metal advisor, and of course our chat and information about natural fancy colored diamonds as well. Darren, take it away. Well, it's interesting, John, as you said, we, before we go into break, we're going to touch base on an article from the New York Times. This is the diamond segment. And uh, of course, this week, the New York Times published, they're among the very first of the large publishers to publish an article on the 2017 Argyle Tender. We are in love. They've made a ton of money. Pink diamonds are the place to be if you have the disposable income to do so. Guildhall has an exceptional number of great Argyle diamonds. And basically, this is the time of year where we spend a whole lot of money to get something that fits in the palm of your hands that creates a tremendous amount of wealth. So look, we're already in July. We know that the tender will be, the bids will start going in in October and they've launched the started viewings for the Argyle tender. It's been for a very small group of very large investors. And uh, what they're suggesting is that some uh, of the prices on particular diamonds could reach over $1 million per carat. So again, you're looking at 55 of the best diamonds that they were able to mine this year. And uh, what everyone's going to be vying for it. Who's vying for it? Well, you've got the major uh, diamond dealers and jewelers across the globe. You're looking at about 200 participants in this Argyle tender. And then you might have some other invite in, invitees along the way, such as Guildhall. We utilize our partners. We have a, a few partners that are ateliers with Argyle, meaning that they get first dibs. They get an exclusive contract with Argyle to uh, procure those diamonds for their own distribution. So we have a great track on inside track on Argyle Natural Fancy Pink Diamonds. And it's not for, for us, it's not just about buying any pink diamond. Just any pink diamond won't do. We are looking for diamonds that we believe are truly investment grade. And for us, part of that, what makes it simple is that you just look for something that's very beautiful. And it's it's sometimes very difficult to find. But those diamonds are the ones that continue to go up in value. Because at the end of the day, we could buy quarter carat slightly included diamonds, meaning you could see the inclusions in those pink diamonds right away. You don't need a loop for that, but they're not as beautiful as a 0.25 or a 0.50 VS quality where you where you can't see those inclusions. And if the colors are strong, and that's another th- aspect that we're always looking for at Guildhall is strong color within the pink diamond range. So we don't want an intense that is on the light side. We want the intense that's on the saturated side. And again, those are the diamonds that are going to produce the results that we're looking for, which is secure your wealth and grow it in the long term. When do you sell it? That's a tough call. When when do you want to stop making money? Right. The time to sell is when you you've achieved your goals. Um, hopefully, it's not that you need the the money right away uh, because. This is a, a non-liquid asset. That means that if you need, if if you're under time constraints, then of course you have to lower your price uh, in order to sell. But we've never seen anyone lose money on a, a natural fancy color diamond that's pink. That's argyle. These diamonds tend to go up uh, very nicely. Even the ones that people are investing thirty, forty thousand on, they're they're really seeing some nice returns. Now, when we're saying seeing nice returns, we're not suggesting that you can go to your local newspaper or go on and uh, CP24 and see where the price of Argyle diamonds are. That's not where we're at. While the, the Fancy Color Research Foundation is has created an index 
for colored diamonds where the whole industry can get a sense of where things are going. What we have to rely on is the ease of procurement, how how readily available is the diamond that you might be holding, and what is what's our cost when we go to buy those year over year over year. Now, the Argyle tender gives us that sense. When you see a, a diamond at the tender that is, let's just say, for example, um, an, an, an intense, there's fancy, intense, and vivid, so this isn't the strongest color. It's one down from that, but if you see that, VS quality, strong color within that, and the the price is now 30% higher than it was last year. Well, again, how many of those are we going to find throughout the year? Not many. So we know that the price has, has risen. And so, again, when we're saying watching the prices rise, that's how we tend to see the price rising. It's it's not a going on MLS and seeing what your neighbor sold for. It's a a little more obscure, but a little more like the art market, a little more like right. the 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 vintage wine market. Uh, you can see what's going on at auctions constantly. And uh, we have continued to see the price of pink diamonds rise. That's why we're so excited about it. It's why we talk about it time and time again on this show, because we know what the results are. And what we want you, the listener, to do is to book an appointment, come see the diamonds, have a consultation, see if this is something that could fit in your portfolio and how it could work within your portfolio and the types of returns that you could expect over time. And again, when do you sell? When do you want to stop making money is going to be the question. one eight seven seven eight silverguildhallwealthcom to see that collection, high-res photography. They're beautiful. And of course, you want to go by in person and let the, uh, let the diamond choose you, as Paul often likes to say. Darren, take it away, pal. Well, on the topic of diamonds, I'll tell you, the thing I love most about being invested in a pink diamond is the certainty with which I see the future. And that's not to say I know exactly what the price of a diamond will be, but one thing that's on the general horizon and the reason why a one carat round vivid pink has risen double the price in less than 60 months uh, to probably close to around a million Canadian per carat is because there is a finite amount of earth that can be torn up, Mm -hmm. dug up. And in the case of pink diamonds, the major manufacturer of pink diamonds is, or the major mine where we find pink diamonds is the Argyle mine itself. That counts for somewhere between 80 to 90% of all pink diamonds coming out of the ground per year. And the closing date is basically 36 months away. In 36 months from now, I don't know that I'll have the ability as an investor to afford a pink diamond because they're going to go so sky high. What right now is a affordable asset for those with disposable income, those that are accredited investors, those that can have uh, the ability to put into other assets like gold and silver and everything else. The pink diamond represents a tremendous opportunity, John, one that I just think everyone should have in their portfolio. It makes total sense to have a hard asset. It's tangible. And of course, you can expose it to any type of currency you want in the world down the road, no matter where you are in the world. So again, this is something you can use like gold and silver to ensure your portfolio and your wealth. And we do have global clients 
people are always looking for natural fancy colored diamonds, so people search worldwide for the, for these diamonds. Any diamond that you see on the website at guildhallwealth.com is owned by Guildhall. We have gone out and in personally invested in that diamond. We have skin in the game. We buy those diamonds because we a we snap them up, and b we know that they're going up in value. So we're happy to to store that product. Um, it's something that you see very little volatility with, especially long term, because you're not you're you're not short term market. You're not saying, well, maybe I'll sell next year. No, you're saying, look, I I, I don't care if the market where where the market is because I'm holding on to this for ten years and. That gives you the ability to look at it on a longer-term basis and then therefore see the returns. Many people get out of investments way too soon because they don't have, they're not happy with the quarterly result or the semi-annual result or they, they're, not, they're not happy with what they saw over a one-year, two-year period. Well, that's not necessarily a way to make money. You want to say, okay, my long-term plan here is 10 years and what's great about a diamond is you lock in. You know, you are locked in for that 10 years if you want to see those returns. It's not unlike buying a GIC. People who buy GICs are happy to say, yes, I'm willing to lock in for four years and get my 5 6% over that period of time. Now, you're not beating inflation, right? but let's talk about inflation. One eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. So on, on the show here, Real Money Show, we have made our observations over the years about packaging getting smaller, that eventually industries and companies get so pushed on their margins that they can no longer offer the same product at the same price that they used to. And rather than raise their prices, they just start to make the product a bit smaller. So we've seen that in whether it's potato chips or chocolate bars soda is probably the key i mean i remember even a couple years ago they had those little cans that were 100 calories and now they're 90 calories it's uh it's kind of like that joke in the 90s about how small a cell phone was going to get you know and uh, of course we went the opposite way we started to make bigger and bigger cell phones but we are not seeing bigger and bigger packaging are we darren the truth is that if you look across the board, we don't have a single entity in Canada that is responsible for oversight on that type of thing. We have consumer protection agencies, but the truth is, I don't know how many years, we've been doing the show since 2008, and I think since probably 2010 or so, we've been talking about the first wave of inflation, which is really the silent killer of of all silent killers. And what that is, is essentially all of your consumables becoming uh, smaller in size, but charging the same. So, you know, for that, for that roll of toilet paper that you pay, you know, I guess 60 cents for, it gets smaller in size, but it's still 60 cents a roll. That, uh, you know, the tub of butter, which is $4 and 50 cents, gets less in size, but it's still the same price. I, I guess that's not much different than raising taxes, but getting less in, in return for of that. Of course, same right? thing. So inflation is uh, where we want to start from with this, because we're going to be talk. what we're talking about right now is shrinkflation. What we want to be talking about is, number one, understanding the idea of inflation. It means it's, a, it's, it's more money chasing the same amount of goods, which means prices rise. That's sort of the basic premise. You You've got the the... Central banks have printed a ton more money. It's made its way out into the into the public realm, and now people need more money to buy the same goods that they could have a few years ago. Now we're not talking about tech, technological advancement, where you know uh, 
we just mentioned cell phones, where maybe cell phones get a bit cheaper, although they've been adding more technology and they've been getting more expensive. So way more. It's, expensive. it's not necessarily the case, but let's say you know television sets have gotten cheaper. Okay, Good yeah, God. there's some things like that, but we're talking about the overall goods. We're talking about when you go to buy a can of a tuna or some chicken at the grocery store, or going to fill your tank up. I mean, oil's pretty low, but I'm still paying a dollar six a liter at the gas station. So th- we that's inflation. The opposite effect here is when the industries are cut so far that they now can't raise prices. They're just going to give you less. So this article came out through the BBC. It talks about the uh, group that's responsible called the Office for National Statistics on watching things like shrinkflation, as they call it, a word which didn't exist, you know, 10, 15 years ago, now exists and, of course, is right on the the forefront of what they're saying should be a consumer revolution and that people should be getting extremely upset. Please remember that we have a couple of specials this week, one of which is for every 5000 US you put into a registered account with Guildhall Wealth Management, whether it's a pre-existing registered account or not, that we're transferring over, which means you didn't take any money out of your pocket, we're going to go ahead and give you one gram of gold up to a maximum of 10 grams of free gold for opening up that account to say thank you. And in addition to that, we've brought back that fantastic offer on the one kilo silver bars, John. These are the Republic silver bars, fantastic uh, silver bars, LBMA approved, and uh, we're going to be offering those at $1.19 US over spot price for the next short while until inventory runs out. Start with the phone call, one eight seven seven eight silver online is to guildhallwealth.com, that e-store, by the way, top right corner, and more details on how you can use registered accounts to get physical medals happening in those accounts right away. Call the guys, and of course, the natural fancy color diamonds should be seen in person as well. Do yourself a, a favor and treat yourself to viewing of one of those. Make the phone call. Uh, more of The Real Money Show is coming right up. Talk Radio, AM 640. One eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. Darren, uh, take it home, pal. Well, we said we were going to talk about that article from the BBC, so let's get right into it. The title of this article, which was published just a few days ago and uh, came out uh, over the wire, is called More Than 2,500 Products Subject to Shrinkflation, says ONS. ONS is the UK uh, Office for National Statistics. And of course, as we talked about before, this is the concept that your dollar folks is going for far less further than it used to go. You used to be able to buy these products and pay the same price and get a lot more. That trend is ending and that is as sure a sign as any that we're going through the downside of a cycle uh, and people aren't watching for it. They're not paying attention. So this ONS comes out this week and says that they have now surpassed the 2,500 That's 2,500 product mark uh, where they say shrinkflation has grabbed hold and now presents itself in the form of less for the same price. So if you're paying $350 for those eggs, uh, you're getting smaller eggs. If you're paying $350 for that butter, you're getting less grams of butter. If you're paying, you know, uh, for that orange juice, it used to be two liters. Now you're getting 1.89 liters. So this is happening and they're saying that consumers should be absolutely fighting this and they should be bringing a, a some type of suit forward to claim fraud because what it's doing is essentially allowing marketable 
products to keep the same exact packaging in the same size of packaging, but have less product in it. So a potato chip bag will be the exact same size, but it'll have five grams less or 10 grams less. And they say that this is indeed fraud. And folks, there's only one true way that I believe and that I think Jeremy also believes in that you can protect your buying power when it comes to making sure that you're not impacted by these things. And that's having a chunk of your savings in assets like gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. one eight seven seven eight silver is that number, guildhallwealth.com. Never going to be regulated. No. Never going to be regulated because the government's never going to say, well, what we want you to do is to be honest with your customers and let them know that there is such a thing as inflation and you can't fight it anymore. So raise your prices and keep the soda can at 100 calories. That That's just not going to happen because what's going to happen at that point is the truth is out. Everyone knows inflation is actually affecting them. And unless the government wants to support everybody through that, through that, then it's just it's never going to happen. So I think that um, what you want to take away from this is that shrinkflation is is really an example of inflation. And the best way to protect against inflation is to have an inflation fighter like gold and silver, which have done incredible against inflation. Look, we're not promising that gold and silver are going to rise consistently year over year above the rate of inflation. But when the markets start to move, they move very quickly. And we've seen that gold and silver have outrun inflation many a year. And so on the years that maybe they don't do so well, the average, it's there. And that's why it's not about trading gold and silver. It's about holding gold and silver for the long term. Because if you've held gold and silver for the last 15 years, you're up close to 300%, which means you're in an, you're over 15% a year, which means you're beating inflation. Now, if you put your money into a savings account at less than 2%, I think I've got a I've got a tangerine account. It's paying less than than 1%. Nice. I am not beating inflation with that savings account. And whenever I have a meeting with um with an employee at a bank and they go, "Well, we have this high savings account." It's a joke. <laughs> it's less than 2% and that's high earning percentage on a on a savings account. Look, I can I'm not I'm not the oldest guy in the room here, but I can remember the day nice. when when you could no problem, buddy. I can remember the day when when you could get 6-7%. I mean, that's pretty good. But that's not the way it is now. So Yes, we have people who who have concerns about the cost of buying physical precious metals because there's a spot price. You're buying, you know, usually a little uh, like a dollar fifty over spot, and then you might have to pay for some storage, which might run you just over one percent a year. If you're storing the metal for twenty years, that's twenty percent. I mean, that's not that's not the killer on on this in investment. What is the killer is inflation and whether or not you are going to fight it. So what we like to look at is silver as savings, and we have the monthly buyers program where clients are consistently buying and stacking precious metals on a regular basis. They're taking advantage of cost averaging, and they're adding to their position. And over time, it performs better than we've seen on these savings accounts. So why put fiat currencies, which are, it's it's like the myth of Sisyphus. You're just, you're constantly climbing a, a mound full of sand, you're not really getting anywhere by putting your money into a savings account. So you either take a lot of risk, go into a stock market that has earnings ratios where you're betting on on 30 year down the road 
uh, gains on those on those stocks, or you buy something that's already completely undervalued, limited in resource, and that's precious metals. So we're very excited about precious metals, and when we put it all together, and we see shrinkflation, we see that as an example of inflation. We see Clive Mond, as we mentioned at the top of the show, saying, you know, he believes that the market is primed for a major uh, takeoff from here. We see corruption in the banks constantly. The latest is just BNP Paribas, who got fined $246 million for currency manipulation. Um, anyone really surprised? And then, of course, the Fed kept the rates where they were. They can't raise the rates significantly to any sort of normal stance without punishing uh, the debts um, that they have. And so, you know, look, the dollar is is not... The future for the dollar doesn't look good, the U.S. dollar. And next week, we're going to talk about that for sure. So again, we also looked at the bubble checklist, um, things like complacency, overvaluation, taking taking stock advice from, from your best friend, or I think, Darren, you said your uncle. Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam. It's a joke, right? Um, so, you know, we, we feel that you don't have to go all in on precious metals, but it's certainly a good place to, to put a portion of your portfolio. And if you're not sure yet, then get the precious metal advisor, read some of these articles, keep listening to the show, find out what the fundamental reasons for owning precious metals, and also what Guildhall does. We provide great service, great prices, delivery immediately on all our products. And of course, we have that special right now, uh, which is on every kilo bar of silver, it's a dollar nineteen over spot. One eight seven seven eight silver. There's the number to start with guildhallwealth.com as well. And if you like what you're hearing and you plan on investing, the key concept and takeaway for us here at Guildhall is the amount of customer service that we bring to the fold. I think anybody that's listening that's opened up a registered account and worked with Frank in our office, they've had a fantastic experience, second to none. I mean, I don't know of any other office that's in this game that goes so far out of their way to make sure that they get the job done for their clients, especially when it comes to those registered accounts. I mean, banks can make it so hard for you to leave. They make it so difficult. There's a lack of transparency. They don't want you to take your money. They make it difficult in the number of days it takes to get your money out of there to make a transfer or to go and commit to another investment. And of course, the customer service stops the second you say, I'm switching banks or institutions. So again, that's something that we want to remind folks is easy to do. It takes 15 to 20 minutes of your time to get an account open and get some precious metals prepared for your registered accounts. I mean, this is your future, folks. If you believe in what we're talking about, if you like the concept of owning gold and silver, and it doesn't matter what the reason is, then this is the right time. Ultimately, these are the value uh, these are the value moments we seek as investors. And again, don't take our, uh, our our opinion as the only one that counts. Do your due diligence. Read a little bit about gold and silver and where they are. And again, on the on the concept of inflation, you're going to read a lot about the fact that people say there is none. That street level inflation is very very innocent or mundane right now, and there's nothing to worry about because the economy is really not growing that fast, and there's no reason to put up interest rates or do any of those things. Always remember the second side of that story, folks, and that is that what would happen if you walked into your work on a Monday morning and said, geez, Canada just announced that street-level inflation has hit 5% this year. You go to your employer who gives you a cost-of-living adjustment, we call them COLA here, and you say, well, I need that 5% bump in my income. 
Do you think that your workplace would be able to handle such an increase? I don't think so. So again, another reason to own assets like gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. Remember folks, protection is only one part of the puzzle. You have to commit to actually being a part of it and understanding it. And again, Guildhall, I can think of no better place to do it. So if you want to get an account open, remember you can take your product home with you. You can simply buy gold and silver or a diamond and take that home with you today. You could put it in storage. Keep it stored there. You can get increased liquidity, visit it when you need to, and add and subtract from your holdings whenever you need to. Of course, if you like the registered accounts, as we said throughout the show, we have the promotion on one gram of gold for every 5,000 US you put into a registered account up to 10 grams. So we're happy to give that. And of course, you want to take it a step further. If you like the concept of other people's money, if you like holding back your money and your pocket and putting other people's money to work, we have allocated financing accounts. Right now, 1,000 ounces is less than 10,000 Canadian. How about that, folks? And we'll give you 36 months to buy and sell that metal without any additional cost. Ask us how we do it. We're happy to help you out. One eight seven seven eight silver is that number. Once again, online to guildhallwealth.com, the precious metal advisor, the e-store in the top right corner. Do your uh, due diligence, do some reading, and get involved with the guys and start getting some physical metals into your accounts. Till next time, this has been The Real Money Show, Talk Radio, AM 640.